What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in today. Just uh, kind of hit record, man. I'm just I'm kind of in that mood where I just want to kind of talk about pretty much anything. This is something that Nick and I talked about starting as you know, kind of quick hit pieces. I have no idea if people are interested in hearing about you know, not really business, but more entrepreneurial podcasting type of scenarios in in regards to trying to make it a business. Um, but we got these thoughts all the time about content, about how we can grow. Um, you know, this and this these little blips. I, I don't really plan on calling them anything. I don't really plan on putting much production. Just kind of an extra piece of content that gets my thoughts out there. You know, I sit in the studio, Nick and I. We we talk about content ideas all the time. We come up with you know hundreds of ideas that you know probably ninety four percent of them we never go through with. Um, and, and this is kind of a platform. This is this is kind of where I flourish. I would say you know this is. Something where I sit there to myself, or if me and Nick have like a meeting about stuff to do, um, you know, it's it's kind of like I'd rather just get it out there, not even for my own satisfaction, more just to kind of see if there any, is anybody out there that has feedback, that has kind of an entrepreneurial mindset like like me and like Nick do to try to you know move forward and see what's what the next trend is, man. Um, you know, we have ideas all the time, and I feel like if they're not voiced, if you don't get opinions on them. Uh, you know, if you don't have your thoughts out there, if you just have them to yourself, sometimes you really can't grow because you need you need criticism. Whether it's constructive criticism, whether people say you're an idiot, whether people say it's good, if it's good feedback, um, we need that stuff. So again, I know this, is, this has been done before. People just kind of talking about business and everything. Uh, we've done biz on the balcony, a few interviews. I wouldn't even call this a branch of biz on the balcony. No idea what I'm going to call this yet. It's just kind of these quick hit little podcasts about. What's going on in the business mind of me, and not even just business mind, just life in general, and covering things, I guess, a little bit more in depth than we would on Bruise. You know, uh, Bruise is, is a platform that we created to have fun. I mean, we're entertaining, or I'm sorry, we're I don't know if we're entertaining. You might not think we are. I'm saying we're we're trying to be an enter- entertaining podcast, bring people together, get a few laughs here and there, just be normal people, and uh, those are that's our real selves. I mean, that's who we are, but. We don't like to go after, you know, politics and and serious topics. We like to stay away from that and try to entertain as best we can. Um, that's what Bruce does. Bra's similar. We add Laura and Kendall into the mix, and it's something we enjoy doing. And then obviously the football show. We're huge NFL guys, fantasy football stuff. Um, have an absolute blast with it. It, it couldn't be better, honestly. But this kind of helps me, you know, if anybody out there has an entrepreneurial mindset that enjoys talking business, that enjoys talking content, you know, ideas. I, I want This is also something, too, that I kind of wanted just to get my thoughts out there. Like, you know, for some reason, I can't stop thinking about next, step, next steps for whether it's Bruce, whether it's my own career, whether it's Nick and I together on our career, Weber Yale Media, stuff like that. We know how small we are in, in a certain part, you know. Um, we started in, in St. Louis. We're from here. We love it here. Nick obviously going to Reno to further his his professional career. Couldn't be happier for him. It's going to be awesome. Uh, and the fact that we keep getting to do the show for fun is awesome as well. Especially because we, we started this thing. You know, We met um, obviously through my old radio show on CBS Sports 920 back in the day. I brought Nick on as a guest for Mizzou. Um, and and just talking Mizzou sports and everything, and and he was good. He he knew his shit, and it was also a situation where I wanted to get younger people involved because I got the opportunity. Guy by the name of Tim McKernan, 
Uh, you might have heard us mention him on the show a few times. We've actually done an, inter- done an interview with him for Biz on the Balcony. Give me my first shot on radio in St. Louis. And, um, you know, it was just awesome. And, and the fact that I got an opportunity, I really wanted to give somebody else an opportunity to be on the air as well and just grow the resume and, you know, get experience, whatever the case may be. And uh, Nick stepped up, did a great job. We kind of just had a rapport from there. And then I uh, I left 920. Um, I guess it was – I was still in college again, um, you know, brokering time at a radio station, getting my opportunities, making a little bit of money, but just getting on the on the air. That's what I wanted to do. And I uh, went to – after college was over, I decided to move and go into TV. But Nick and I basically the, – the main point of it is – Nick then started working at what eventually moved to 590. He worked for 590 The Fan in St. Louis doing video content, uh, website content, all that stuff. And I kind of told him, I said, sat down, and I, I didn't know if he had any interest in being back on the air or doing content. He was kind of a behind-the-scenes guy at 590. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of met with him, and I had been doing, like, a little bit of a podcast-type thing for a while, but... Um, you know, I, I told my dad this. I said, and it wasn't supposed to come off as big-headed. It definitely isn't because I'm my harshest critic. And I know I, I could be entertaining. I could not be entertaining to each his own. Whatever you think, it's fine. I still do this because it's just ingrained in me to try to create something every day. Um, but I, I told my dad, I said, I need someone like me basically saying the same work ethic, someone that's willing to do this for free, someone that's willing to have a passion for it, and just see where it goes. I mean, that's the one thing is like, just not being afraid of, of seeing what can happen. Cause you know, for a lot of people that have had ideas about, about being creative and trying to create something. And then they hold back because they're afraid of failure. They're afraid of, I, I don't know, being looked in, looked at from the public eye in a certain way. Um, I, you know, I, I was just kind of like, fuck that. And I'll get to the point where our content has kind of changed on based on that as well. But I said, you got to take your shot. I don't want to be sitting in my life no matter what I do, whether I continue and hopefully we just continue to do this. Hopefully it becomes a source of income. Uh, If not, you know, if I'm sitting at a nine to five job 50 years down the road or whatever it may be, probably not 50, I guess 40 years down the road and I'm still doing brews in the balcony for for pennies or or for, I mean, we've made more than pennies. I'll say that for video content um, and, and, and some advertising, but you know what I mean? It's not substantial enough yet to go full-time and to really call it a mainstream of income. Anyway, getting off my little fucking soapbox there, um, I, I told Nick, I said, I, I met with him thinking he could be a good fit. He was already in St. Louis. He was behind-the-scenes guy. I wanted somebody else to bounce off of it. It sucks doing a show by yourself. This doesn't really count. I mean, this is just me kind of talking out loud and or thinking out loud pretty much of, you know, how we started, where I want us to go, ideas we've had, ideas we don't have, behind the scenes. We this could have we could get zero listens on this. I have no fucking idea. This is just something I think people would be interested in. And also it's like, dude, if I'm gonna talk about it, if I'm thinking about it, I kinda wanna make a content just to say we put it out there. And if other people aren't aren't interested in entrepreneurship or whatever, or business or podcasting or me and Nick, it, that's fine. You can you can change it. There's a million things to listen to and watch out there. This is just the platform to do it for on our side of things. So anyway, meet with Nick. Kind of asked him, you know, if he wants to get into this idea I had, and, and eventually became Breeze on the Balcony. I just kind of said I want to be, you know, I was a big fan of Barstool, still am. Um, the way they go about not, you know, blogs and videos and podcasting and everything, and I kind of wanted to just make a platform 
for us to do whatever we want, to own our own content, to just see what can happen. Like, I, I didn't know what I wanted. I knew that I've, I've done hardcore sports talk before. I've done, you know, I've done play-by-play my whole life, stuff like that. I, I can do that, um, you know, and, and it's something I was intrigued in for a while. And when I was growing up as a kid, wanted to be a professional athlete. That obviously was determined uh, a long time ago that I would not be a professional athlete, let alone junior college athlete. Um, so I decided to kind of change directions and decided broadcasting was kind of my, my go-to. And uh, luckily, I've been very lucky in my life so far in my career of getting opportunities, meeting great people around St. Louis. And I mean, when I started at CMO, getting an opportunity to call play-by-play, it's fucking, what, 35 bucks a game. I'll take it. You know, I was, I was 18 years old, 19 years old, calling games. I was I was ecstatic. Um, but it was it's something that I've always loved. And I got to a point, though, where I really enjoyed certain shows, you know, podcasting now, um, but radio shows and watching old clips of, you know, Howard Stern and Bob and Tom in Indianapolis. And obviously, I don't know if we probably mentioned it before, but the Ryan Kelly morning after here in St. Louis that has – Tim McKernan on, I mentioned earlier, Doug Vaughn from uh, Channel 4, and Jimmy the Cat Hayes, you see him on uh, Fox Sports Midwest, and the fact that I got, I guess it really started when I got to intern, get an internship with them when I came to Lindenwood in 2014, Um, but then it just, I kind of got that side of it, the entertainment side of radio, and the entertainment side of, of the shows, and how much fun it was to kind of just be yourself, and something in me just kind of changed right there where I was like, I want that. I I want to build something like that. I don't know if I'm the funniest guy in the world. I try to be sometimes too hard back in the day. I kind of think I've found my, my niche. You know, I I don't try to be Mr. Goofball. It's not who I am. That's not my, I I guess I can be in ways, but I try to have my, my certain type of humor, but I I never tried to force it. You know, when, when understanding, if I look, listen back to myself and say, wow, that joke didn't work. You know, I don't really force jokes. I just kind of let it come to me. And I, I try to be as me as possible, you know, and, and not try to push the envelope. I know if you if we continue, you know, we're eventually going to get haters. Might have haters already. Might have people listening to this saying, TJ, you fucking suck. Like, you know, I don't know why you, you guys think you're funny or not. That's fine. I don't care. You have to take your shot in this world. You have to take your shot whether you're doing podcasting, whether you're doing content for YouTube, whatever the business is. You can't be afraid to go out there and try something. So Nick and I get into this, start doing brews, do it for two years, and and it's been fun. I mean, when we started it, it was a hobby. That's that's what I expected it to be. I, I didn't really – I mean, we had dreams of it going places. We still do, um, you know, and I, I we've had goals going through the last two years of where we wanted to be. I'd say, you know, besides a couple – parts where our listens have gone down in a way and um but video views aren't where we want it to be as far as an audience standpoint i'm pretty happy with where we are um you know we we didn't call it anything st louis like because at first it was kind of like uh we'll just be two guys it could be wherever we happen to be from st louis but we won't be st louis centric that way we can grow nationally if that's possible again thinking too big right away um but now we're getting to a point where it's like you got to buy into St. Louis because I love the city. Nick does too. I have, excuse me, no intentions of leaving anytime soon. Nick's going to Reno, but he's a St. Louis guy, so that can kind of work. Um, but also being guys that are just kind of, I guess, relatable in a way, but also approachable, guys that are easy to talk to, guys that I guess if you're out there and, and you have a dream and you want to try to be, whether you want to be a content creator, entertainer, uh, whatever. I mean, you get it. You just take a shot, you know, because 
if you've ever listened to us, you know, and somebody random could be listening to this and saying, I don't even know what your show is. I just kind of saw this this pop up on talking about business or whatever, entrepreneurial shit. Uh, being an entrepreneur, I guess that's what you would I would call myself. Um, but it's it's more on the fact that we don't try to take ourselves seriously. It's just kind of going out there having fun. Um, Nick and I kind of get the business enough where we can flow pretty well, I'd say. Some days are better than others on content, just the way it is. But then trying to make it, you know, spruce it up with graphics and everything else like that. It's We just enjoy the chase. You know what I mean? It's something, if someone, I guess, told me tomorrow that, you know, you're going to you're gonna hit the lottery and, and you're going to have all these millions of dollars, of, of course I would say, fuck yeah, let's do it. Of course I'd be happy and I would do whatever I got to do. But I say this too, if I was a, a multi-million billionaire, whatever you want to call it, I, I would still do this thing for free. I I truly, truly enjoy it. I mean, do I want to make money off it? Absolutely. I, I, I have a studio in my house. I'm sitting here right now, talking into a, a sure microphone that you know is a pretty good amount of money. I'll be honest. That I never thought I we'd be here in two years. You know, we were on these little stupid stick mics with a shitty ass stand. We had at one point only two microphones. Where if we had a quote unquote guest or Laura or Kendall come in, Nick had to swing the second mic around. We had a little itty-bitty mixer that was about 70 bucks that had four channels that one of the channel knobs broke, I'm pretty sure. So that's where we started. But, like, every single moment until now, you know, I'm never satisfied because I, I think we can be great. Uh, even if we're not, that's my mindset, and we can always get better. So, you know, I, I have these thoughts about what's next for us and, and where we started and where we can be now. And I'm just excited to know that we've always been ourselves. We've always been able to... I, I think connect with people in a way that, um, you know, if you listen to us and you kind of get, it's harder with, if you start right away, we have some inside jokes and, and everything. Um, but it's, I, I would like to think if someone listened to us, we, we can be known as two guys that aren't really douchey. I guess we can come off that way for telling jokes and stuff and playing a part, but basically you get what you get. I mean, that, that's us, that's, that's us two together. And, kind of the way we just kind of flow and have fun with it. And what, again, is sort of a businessy type of start. It's That's what Brews is supposed to be, is more of a laid-back type of show. Um, that, again, I didn't expect to make money from for a while. And then we've had some great sponsors, you know, especially through the football show. I mean, including Kay Roberts, Remax Gold, my amazing aunt. Again, these are all sponsors we're going to get back on the show. This is just, we don't forget people that have supported us through the, through everything. Cafe Telegraph, what they've done for us. I mean, giving us an opportunity to do a fucking live show, make money off it, and and support them as well uh, was huge. That was so much fun. You know, STL Distillery, Manscaped teamed up with us. Never thought I'd get we'd get a call from Manscaped, and again, it wasn't like a huge record breaking deal. We don't have to go into the numbers, but it's like it's it's nice to at least get noticed by by people that have been big wigs, big wig sponsors. You know, in in the broadcasting community and in the podcasting community and, and digitally. It's just cool to say that we were sponsored by Manscaped and I'm sure we'll have future endeavors with them as well. So we get so many people that have helped us along the way and just have been there for us and have been able to really support us. And it's cool because again, when I started this, I say when I, when we started this, when I came to Nick with this idea, it was more just like me waiting to see if we were good enough to make money, if we were good enough, if we had enough fun, because there's always bumps in the road. Even though you have the same sort of idea and the same sort of kind of uh, vision, you know, you, you can alter it in certain ways depending on who you are. You know, I might have an idea that Nick 
disagrees with or something, but we kind of make it work, you know, and, and I think we've hit a flow where we kind of know what's going to happen with the show. We kind of know where the jokes lie. We kind of know what content works for each person and some shit that doesn't work. We, we tried the Twitch streaming, what was it, three years ago. I mean, we got fucking, I don't know, five viewers, you know, at a time, like live viewers. Like we, we knew that wasn't going to be big and it was just, it was another opportunity to get out there. Um, and, and you got to try shit. It's like the Facebook live stuff. Our brews live, you know, we, we don't get a ton of, uh, you know, not a ton. I'd say ten to twelve live viewers at a time, average. I'd say maybe a little lower, and then up to at the most we've had is like twenty five. And again, it's like whoopty fucking do. But like for us, it's it's fun to know to see numbers stay there, no matter how low they are. And again, when I when I talk like this, people might sit there and go, I don't even know why you're talking business. You guys aren't even haven't even gotten started yet. You're fucking right. You're exactly right. But this is my platform. This is the platform I was able to create that we created together where we're allowed to talk about whatever the fuck we want. So if I want to talk business, like that's what's cool about the internet and what's great about everything is is I don't care if this only gets, you know, a, uh, 100 listens. I, I don't care if it gets 50 listens. It's it's something that makes me proud to know that we have a platform that can get out there. But, you know, I tell Nick of this all the time because we, we kind of talk business and reacting to numbers and what gets good clicks and what doesn't and everything like that. Um, but the main part of it is, is making sure we're having fun with it. Again, you know, it took, I'm not, I'm not comparing ourselves to Barstool. The only reason I keep bringing Barstool up is because they were a big, big, uh, website for me. You know, when I was having this idea of, 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 I want that, like, I, I want that life of being a content creator, podcaster, whatever you call it. And whether I make part-time money, whether I make, even if I make no money, I, I want to do that. That looks awesome. I think I can do it. Um, so I bring them up all the time just because their they're, they're business model is genius. I mean, Portnoy is just, whatever you think about him, has just done a great job in building what he's built. So that's that's what makes me proud to say we built something to this point where, you know, we have, I'd say, you know, 400 you know, people on, I mean, again, likes on Facebook, whatever you want to call it, but we have, we have a certain amount of people I know that are listening. We, we see the numbers. I mean, it's not the same people and it's, 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 it is the same people in certain aspects, but I mean, when we see bigger numbers on different shows, I can see that it's not, you know, Joe Schmo clicking in 15 times. He's not hitting refresh 15 times. Like these are real people listening, which makes me happy. I mean, the, the first time we went to, so we have this thing, and a lot of people do it. They call it Thanksgiving. The the night before Thanksgiving, we go back. I go back to my hometown, and we're at the local bar and talking. And I had people I haven't talked to in five to six years come up to me and say, "Oh my God, I love the podcast." And I'm like, "Really?" He's like, "Yeah, I, I listen to it all the time." And that's not again. This is just me being honest and being shocked. Kind of like I did not think anybody outside of like our quote unquote bubble was listening, you know, friends, family, we got people out there that follow us, you know, that enjoy, I guess, the real talk, and, and two people that are just trying to go out there and be themselves that I think people enjoy it and want to buy into it, and that's the thing, too, with, with something like this, having a discussion, put on the feed, and reacting to it, you know, this is something, too, where I, I'm getting my thoughts out, but it's not even about numbers. It's more of if people get annoyed by this being on there, we'll take it off. I'm, this is stuff you need to try, though, and that's kind of what we've learned about, you know, being a content guy. I guess if you want to call us that, you got to try shit out, see if people are interested. I know for a fact. I'm also a, a nerd when it comes to podcasting and 
YouTube and videos and social media and, and the hashtags and what gets clicks, what doesn't get clicks, what do people like, what do people don't like. I'm a nerd by it because I technically do it as well. I'm a podcaster, so I, I love listening to podcasts that talk about podcasts, if that makes any sense. Like, if someone, if, if Joe Rogan, you know, he could have, he has Kevin Hart on, that was a great podcast, he'll listen to Bill Burr's last week as well. He go, if he, and he might have before, but if he ever goes into the business of podcasting and, and you know, his, his journey, that's the shit I'll listen to every single second of because I'm interested in it because I, I do like his podcast, but also the fact that it's intriguing. You know, like like him and Bill Burr actually had a conversation, I think, in the first 15 minutes of the podcast. I guess today is uh, June 22nd, 2020, so I think it was a week ago, maybe a little bit more, basically talking about owning your own content and not allowing anybody else to come in and, and you know, I guess, excite you with some money, but they take 50%, 60% of your podcast. Again, knowing where I'm at and where Nick's at and where our, our you know company is at and our podcast, we have no worries about that right now. We're so fucking small still, and we're okay with that because we enjoy doing it. That's the whole point. We're two years in. Numbers have been growing. That's the main part main, main part of it is a business side of it. We also fucking love it. Like We look back and go, oh, my God, we've done over 250 episodes of Brews all together with Brews, Bras, a couple interviews we've done, Biz, the three interviews, and uh, what was the other? Uh, the Blitz on the Balcony, the football shows. We're over 400 episodes. And it's just, you look back and you, you you forget because it's been a blur. It's been so much fun. You don't even realize how many shows you've done. It's it just, it makes me happy though. So, and again, it, the whole point about talking about, you know, podcasts, talking about other podcasts or the, the numbers or the business part of it intrigues me to know if we do get to that point one day, that's a great piece of advice because the fact that we do own our content, we do have control of that makes me happy to know that, no one can take a cut. So if we happen to get, you know, a Manscaped who calls in or a random, another company, they offer us a certain amount of money, we know that's our cut. We don't know nobody else is making that. And again, down the road, you know, you saw Barstool with with Churning Group back in, I think it was 2015, getting that investment. Uh, you know, Dave sold 51% of Barstool back to Churning so they could have control. But they got, a, what was it, a $15 million investment around that number, and they got to go to New York, and now they're worth over... Uh, they're worth what? I don't even know. Dave's worth a hundred million after they get just signed with Penn National Gaming. So it's 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 about the right investment. But when when Rogan was talking about that with Bill Burr, just saying like there are people not just in this industry but in general that will try to screw you, you know, and will try to take a certain percentage of your work. I mean that is that's your work. You put your 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 time into it. You put your creativity into it. You are the one that that created it. That that helped to grow it. And if someone takes advantage of that and you you sign because you're excited, you know, like like I'm not gonna lie. Again, I don't think we're at that point. We have a long way to go. We have we have to get better. We have to, you know, improve on what we already have. But at the same time, if someone comes knocking on our door or comes calling and says, We're gonna offer you this like a decent amount of money, but we get 50, 60% of it, I mean, that's that's a lot. It's a lot. You're giving away a lot. You're basically not even it's I don't even know if it's selling out. It's just more like not investing in your future because if they're right and they give you a, a big time bump or they, they help you out in some way and, and market you and you become huge and you're you're the next whatever, next bar stool, next the the part might take, like any of their podcasts that have just fucking taken off because of them, that that basically you're giving up all your equity for later on, depending on what you sign. Um 
So again, it's it's something that again it doesn't affect us at this moment, it, it, and we it may never affect us. But the dream's always there. You know, you don't live life to go through and just pity patter around. Some people might. Some people, and God bless them, they want to go to school. They want to get a degree. They want to get a nine to five, make their money, have a family, go home, drink a beer, watch Netflix all day when they're on their day off. And God bless them. That's a lot of people do that. And they're willing to do that and they want to do that. And that is awesome. I'm not built that way. I've always been looking for a next thing, a next step, how to get better. Okay, I made this. Great. Okay, I, I, I got to this level in my career. Okay, what's next? It, it's it's unfortunate in some ways, but it's also, I think, helped me get to where I am, but also has taught me to never never settle for where you are. Always be content. Always be happy. Always make sure you have time for your family, for your friends, but at the same time, ramp it up and see what can happen next. What can I improve? I mean, it's times where... You know, this is kind of the, another thought I had today, and I mean, it was kind of funny. I said these will be quick podcasts, but you get me, I get it on a soapbox, and I mean, everything just comes out now about the business and, and all the creativity and all that crap we think about. Um, but as far as, you know, content, too, Nick and I, we, we sit here all the time and talk about ideas. We need to do these videos, and we need to write more blogs, and we need to do this. We got to get on Twitch streaming. We have like 17 different things, and then we forget that. There's only two of us, you know, there's not enough time in the day, especially, you know, I I have a full-time job at the moment. Nick now has this opportunity. You have to, and we have friends and family that we absolutely love. So we want to be with them. So we have to make sacrifices, but at the same time trying to push. So when we have 17 ideas that we think could all hit, if you put 20% of your fucking power into 17 things, because you can't give a hundred percent to everything, it's impossible. There's not enough time in the day. And if there is enough time, it means you're not getting enough sleep. You're not working out. You're not doing the right shit. And then you start getting, you start, health starts going down or you start feeling aggravated or uh, just pissed off all the time and, and it messes with your personal life. That's a problem. So it's about a balance. And that's kind of what we've been talking about a lot, you know, on these little meetings we have, whether it's after the show, whether it's before, we don't usually talk about it during. That's why I bring this stuff up now is, you know, what can we focus on now? What, what's a, what's one of those 17 things, instead of putting 15 to 20% everywhere, why can't we focus 100% on this idea? And that's kind of where the T-Rev tour came in for me. I, I told Nick, I said, the one thing we need is consistency. That's what is has been great about the audio podcast part of it. Because we don't even talk about the podcast that much. We, we talk about content, like segment ideas and stuff. But it's been such, it's like a, it's like a routine. We know for a fact every week, and now with the live show coming into, it's even better with the routine with video Friday and Friday and Monday for us. Um, but we know for a fact we're putting out brews on Monday and Friday. We're putting out bras on Tuesday or Wednesday usually, maybe Thursday. Zook's been doing blitz in the off season on Thursdays. We put that on on Thursday, and that's it. And then when football season comes around, we have the live show on Sunday. We podcast that, and that's it. But it's it's become ingrained in us like that is it, it's like brushing my teeth. I know for a fact I get up in the morning I'm gonna brush my teeth. I go to bed I'm gonna brush my teeth right before I go to bed. It, it's like okay it's Monday we're podcasting. Friday we're podcasting like it's become a thing where I don't even have to think about it. It's just like there. I don't have to put it in a schedule. It's there. And I told Nick I said we need that for this other shit. 
you can't just put 17 things into your mind and into your your internal schedule or, or into your your schedule in general and say, okay, here's what we're going to do. We've been doing this podcast and doing the episodes, but we haven't done video in a while. Okay, we're going to make five videos this week. We're going to do five videos a week for 10 weeks. Oh, on top of that, we're also going to write five blogs a piece, and we're going to try to do Twitch on Wednesdays. It's just not logical to do all that at once. It's just, it's so much to do, especially when we look at these companies. Again, I'll bring up Barstool that have all this content. They have hundreds of employees. Now, they started with one. That's the thing. But they they worked their ass off. Dave worked his ass off, and they built it up to get to that point. So they're able to have big-time you know numbers now to help them create content consistently. And Nick and I are doing everything. And, and of course, we have Zook, and Zook's doing great with the football stuff. Um, Kendall and Lara on bras. But I edit all the podcasts. Nick handles a lot of the business for Weber Yale shit. You know, we do a lot of the edit. We do all the video editing. We do all the, the podcast recording mainly besides Blitz and Bras, but it's all us. It's all editing. It's all, it takes time. It's not just like you pop on and you go and that's, it's that and that's it. It takes time to make things look and sound good. And that's the way it is. So, um, we've kind of learned because it took us way too long when we had all these ideas of saying, all right, here's our goals for the next six months. And then we would try to do all those fucking things in like a month. It's like, no, that's why we made it a six-month goal, not a one-month goal. And then we get so over, I don't even know what the word is, just just over the top about it, and it would just be too much that we would just say, fuck it, and we wouldn't do that idea anymore. Well, that's that's stupid because I think it would have been a good idea. It's just the fact that we had that and 16 others in a row at the same time. So to me, it's, you know, it's all about focusing on one or two things and putting your 100% effort into it. So for me, what's great about it is the podcast has gotten to a point, like I said, it's a routine now. We don't even have to put in, like we put in the effort already. It's already expected. So I can kind of like not forget about the podcast. That's not part of it because it's just, I don't have to worry about it. I know for a fact we're going to put out two brews a week, one bras, one blitz. Bam. I know it's going to happen. It always does. And thank God for Zook and for Lara and Kendall that want to commit and have fun with it. And they enjoy it as much as we do. Because it takes time, and it does take effort. But we know that's that's done. The podcast will happen. Bam. There we go. So now that that becomes a routine. All right. TJ starts this T-Rav tour. He's going around St. Louis. Again, I'm not a fucking toaster ravioli expert. I'm trying to have fun with it. I'm trying to do something no one else has done. I know Portnoy does the pizza reviews. I don't care if people say, oh, you got it from Portnoy. It's a great idea. And he's not the first one to do a food review, though. And this is my idea of taking a national thing and making it more localized to people in St. Louis because that to me is my brand. I'm from here. I'm from Columbia, Illinois. I'm 15 minutes from downtown. My dad lived in St. lives in St. Louis, always has, always will. And I've been down I've been a Cardinal fan since I was a kid. I've seen Blues, I mean, growing up, I I'm ingrained in St. Louis. Do I know everything about St. Louis? Of course not. And like not everybody does, but to me that's my brand. I've lived here my whole life. I love this city. I want to see it flourish and I want to try to help people around here. I want to be inter- I want to try to be entertaining. I want to try to make content that is, you know, it, it pertains to St. Louis people because that's what I would do. If someone made T-Rav tours before me, you know, I would watch them. That that's kind of how I base it on like would I be intrigued in this content? So it's like and it's also a situation where I just I try it, man. Like what's wrong with just trying shit and seeing what happens? Like that's the whole point of this. Is is trying to have fun 
of course, wanting to grow a business, of course, wanting to get sort of quote unquote popular, but it's not about that. It's about making shit that is entertaining and I don't really have an agenda. It's just we, we want to be people that, I guess, spread, you know, love around and spread laughter and entertainment. And, and the world's a fucking bad place sometimes, a lot of times. But you got to forget about that shit and focus on positivity. And that's what we try to do. So the whole point of it with all this rambling and all this stuff about content and everything is just me getting my my thoughts out. But also about what is look what we're looking for for brews and how we're continuing to try to build. And, and the main thing about it is trying to find content that is engaging, trying to find things that we enjoy doing, and trying to find things we can do consistently. Because we, you've, you, anybody out here that's listened since day one or since for a year or whatever probably knows we promised things before that we haven't done. Not as much anymore. We're pretty consistent or we're pretty good with not mentioning something unless we're going to do it. But, you know, Nick's stand-up comedy thing. Of course, COVID hit, but we haven't touched it yet. To me, that's a miss. You know, we promised it was Nick versus TJ one-on-one basketball. Whoever lost had to do stand-up comedy. It's going to be a whole special. It's going to be hilarious. So we did it. I won basketball. Took us a while to shoot that video. Finally did it. But now we haven't done the stand-up thing for Nick, and now he's going to Reno. So it's like that that's bad for us. You know, it doesn't it doesn't hurt. People aren't pissed off. But, I mean, some people down the road might, if we make another bet or we promise something again or we say, oh, well, we're going to do this punishment, but we don't do it, it makes us look bad. So – it's just learning on the fly, you know. It's how you how you go about being a quote unquote entertainer, if you want to call us that again, but also being a businessman in a way where in the future, if you want certain shit sponsored, you know, it, it once once it's sponsored, it's got to happen, man. It, it's it it it's not of oh we I slept too late or so we can't do the show today. It's not. Um, oh, well, you know, we're sick today, so we, nobody can fill in like TJ, so it's Nick can't do the show by himself. You, the show goes on. Again, right now we've made excuses because, again, it's our platform. We created it. So if we take a day off from time to time, yeah, we were fine with it. But now we've gotten to a point where Nick and I are like, dude, fuck this. We're two years in. We're at a point now where we can start making money. We have made money off of it. And once we start getting, hopefully, in the, in the near future, and if it has to be a couple years down the road, so be it. But a regular amount of sponsors, there's no there's no more, we can't do no show today. There's no, we slept in, there's no this, there's no that. And trust me, we put the time in. We're, we're very consistent. But there are times even like, I'm, I'm very hard on, our, on ourselves where I say, hey man, we promised this video today and now we have it coming out tomorrow. What the fuck? And it's not like we fight, it's just me and him like agreeing like, why did why did we not get this done yesterday? Why and and it because we focus on Weber Yell video stuff first because that's income. But the brew stuff, even without money coming in right away on on some projects we do, it still needs to get done because that's how you grow credibility. That's why we're we got credibility on the podcast episodes because Pete, we've had two brews episodes as I said a week for probably almost a year now, like straight. Like I've recorded in Florida, Nick's recorded in the car. I mean. Nick's going to be waking up two hours early Pacific time to do brews on Monday and Friday. I mean, we have the passion for it. And that's why you go through and you try to make other pieces of content. you got to make sure you can continue to be consistent with it and also promise it and then post it at the same time. So that's where we're, instead of coming up with 17 ideas at once to try to do, we're now trying to slow it down and make 
you know, this idea. All right, this is a, okay, here's three ideas. What's your number one idea we should do? Okay, well, it's, it's this. Perfect. We're going to put 100% into that and see how that goes first. And then we'll write the other two down and try to figure that out later. That's kind of where we are, man. That That's kind of where we are as, as content creators, you know, and, and guys that are trying to have fun, have a podcast, take a shot, get a, have a dream um, to do. And we're learning slowly but surely. That's just that's just kind of how it is. So I see the future for us is I think it's bright. I think we hit podcasting at the right time. Not saying that if you're out there, you could not start a podcast now. But um, I had a conversation with a friend that doesn't do it. It's just a friend from high school that doesn't do podcasting or anything. I just said, to me, I, I think we hit the right time because I think podcast could be oversaturated now. And again, it could be oversaturated already with the fact that, again, if you're new to us and you're not from St. Louis, it's like, why the fuck would I listen to two quote unquote no names from St. Louis to do an entertainment podcast? Totally get that because there's comedians doing it. There's fucking actors doing it. You know, there, there's there's guys from there's Barstool and, and ESPN and all these people. But you got to remember, like everybody started somewhere, you know, ESPN back in the day, the whole road to ESPN and everything used to be, yeah, well, you would go to a local TV job or you'd be a local sports anchor somewhere, then you would get promoted, then you get a shot at Bristol. It you had to work your way up. Barstool guys, dude, they're they're like us. I mean, I'm not saying we're not I don't think we're as funny as they are. We have a long way to go in, in what we want to do and we still want to find our brand really. Um but Barstool guys, they're normal average Joes, man. That's what Portnoy was. But they, they're good and they continue to just bowl through every single brick wall that was in their way and they're pushing the envelope sometimes too much, I would agree. But you, you can't help but say that you don't – I mean, that the fight that Portnoy's had through shit um, and the thing that they've grown from nothing is is just spectacular. And it's about finding something new but having a passion for it and enjoying it and not, and not thinking that this is impossible, like not thinking that, you know, being this big-time – star or whatever is impossible and and it probably won't happen the odds are there are not there it's hard it's very difficult to be so successful and to be a barstool i mean barstool was huge it's 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 they killed it in every single moment and it's timing too but you got to have a dream you got to go for it you gotta gotta have fun you can't sit there and put yourself down saying okay well i'm never gonna have as many listens as bill burr bill burr's a big time comedian Who, who am i i'm just a you know sports broadcaster from st louis but the thing is, you can't think that way. You got to be confident in who you are, confident in what you're creating. And if, if again, if it doesn't take off, at least you fucking took the shot. At least you fucking took the shot. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. God, I love that. I love when they put that fucking quote on there. I've seen that that meme a million times. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, if you don't take your shot in life, no matter what it is, whether it's being creative, whether it's trying to start your own shit, if you want something in life and you're and you're willing to work for it, if even if you don't get it, that's not failure. And to me, it's it's the opposite of failure, because you there's so many people that have an idea and then they move into something else later on in life and they're still happy as shit and they're like, damn, I'm really glad I moved here. I'm glad I took my shot in this part in this part of my work and it got me this job. Or I had this internship here for no money for a year, and then it got me this job. You got to take a shot, and that's what we're doing. And the thing is, we have, we're have not answering to anybody. Doing our own stuff. We own 100% of the content. We have all of our original money back that me and Nick put into this, and it's all profit from here. Everything we make is profit, profit, profit. We have very minimal 
bills per month paying for SoundCloud. Eventually, we want to move from that. Um, but, you know, we don't pay. Apple goes through SoundCloud. We, we get to put our RSS feed through that. Same thing with Google Play and all these other podcast hosting sites that also just pick us up randomly. You know, we pay for uh, equipment's already paid for. Like, we we own it. We bought this. We're not leasing it. This is our equipment. We got an amazing desk that Nick's dad, you know, made for us that we purchased, but he, he did some awesome shit with it. We got studio lights down. We got cameras. This was not possible to me two years ago. I did not think we'd be here. You know, I didn't think we would have this shit. So it's, it, I take pride in that. I take pride in the fact that we have not put in a lot of our own money. And all that we did put into it, it's back. It's all in our pockets again. It's all profit. This is all company money. It's good shit. So I'm proud of that. No matter what happens, no matter if this ever goes full-time, it's very rare. I'm hoping it does. I hope it does. I'm going to work my ass off as much as I possibly can because I enjoy doing it. Um, I enjoy when people tell me they like listening to us because it makes me happy. And I enjoy talking about this shit. I enjoy like really letting people that, that give a shit out there know what the deal is with our business and what the deal is with with what we do and, and how we try to go from a hobby into a business. And again, I would love feedback, man. If you guys listen to this whole thing, I'm sorry if I'm scatterbrained. It's the first one I did. I literally just came in, I hit record, and I started talking because to me, that's what makes a better, intriguing conversation. I did the same thing on Brews. I'm, I'm never going to, that was a really bad voice crack. I'm never going to sit there and have any scripted shit. I, I am who I am. I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about. And I love talking about how the show is, what can be the next step for us, all this shit. And there's some people that will care about it, and there's some people that will not give a shit about it. But if you've listened to this entire thing, if you're an entrepreneur, if you have an idea that you think would be great, if you have an idea for the show that you think would be great, if you just want to call in and leave a voicemail and tell us how much you love the show, even if you have constructive criticism about the show, if you say on the voicemail, if it's if it's respectful, and you guys say, well, I tried to listen to you, but I didn't like this, this, this. Dude, I'll play it. I will make this a voicemail thing. I'll play it on here. I'll answer the questions. I am all about everybody get involved on this shit. I may get no voicemails at all on this. I may get no emails. I, I'm just trying to put it out there. This is my platform. This is me and Nick. We built this. I want to be able to talk about the show. I want to be able to talk about what we've been able to build to this point, what the future holds, hopefully what we can continue to grow. But I also want the feedback. The whole reason we do it, number one, is to have fun. But number two is to try and entertain our audience and try to build something together and we can't do that without feedback. We we I love when people tell me shit. I love when people say that was a Nick's dad all the time. That was a bad episode. God, you guys suck today. Thank you. I I needed that. Like straight up serious. I needed that. My dad used to tell me that all the time, all out of love. If I did a a, a bad job for a football game doing play by play, he'd go, "Man, like you you were just really just bad. You you slipped up on like six plays today." He he was not bullshitting me, but he would always tell me great job and when he said great job, I knew he fucking meant it because he never pumped my tires for no reason because he knew it wouldn't make me better. And I, I love him for that. So I want to hear what you got to say, man. 314-877-8597. That's our voicemail number. We use it for the show. Um, but if you want to direct it towards this conversation, just say this is for, uh, I, I don't even know. We're, I don't even know if I'm going to call this anything. I might just start posting shit on the, on the feed and just call it whatever we talk about that day. I don't know if it's going to have a segment title or not. Um, Send us a text if you want, same number, 314-877-8597, but just specify what it's for. I can listen to the voicemail pre- prior to to see if it's for brews or if it's 
for this conversation, but I would love to hear your feedback. Um, and if you don't want to be uh, have your voice on there. I know a lot of people just want to kind of comment, maybe not have their voice. If you want to be anonymous for some reason, which I, it's totally fine. Um, again, text in, I just won't use your name or email me TJ Weber at WeberYaleMedia.com. Again, that's W E B E R Y A H L media.com. And I uh, would love to hear your guys' feedback. You know, even if it's a question that uh, about, or a question or a, statement about this podcast that you don't even want me to read on the show. You just want to have a conversation about what we talked about or your own ideas about being an entrepreneur or ideas you have for the show or whatever. Um, I would fucking love to hear it. So just let me know again, uh, email me TJ Weber at WeberYellMedia.com or uh, voicemail or text 314-877-8597. Guys, thank you so much for listening. If you got this far, I really appreciate you uh, listening in, kind of hearing the backstory of, of Bruise, but also just hearing my thoughts. I mean, this is this is stuff I think about daily. Um, I'm I'm super pumped up. I mean, I've been like, you know, doing this. I do this thing where I put my left leg over my right and I just shake my foot. Like it's like a nervous tick type of thing. But it's it's whenever I get fired up and pumped up about something. I just I really enjoy dreaming, being a dreamer, but also you know trying to make things happen. Um, I've seen a small sample size of that. And I'm going to continue to push. I, I really enjoy t- doing what I do. Um, lucky enough, Nick's been a great person to do this podcast with. You know, we both have very similar goals in our career. And, and even with him going to Reno, I, I know it's going to keep growing. I know it's going to keep getting better. And um, again, I, this is just another idea we had to, to kind of get thoughts out there about, you know, the show and, and kind of behind the scenes thing. So once again, I know I'm rambling. I'd love to hear you guys' feedback, as I mentioned, email, text, or voicemail. And uh, we'll continue to do these again, too. It, it doesn't have to just be about the podcast and, and the business of it or anything. It's more of just kind of thoughts I have, um, you know, about, about anything, really. Uh, again, we, we try to still keep it as far as businessy, you know, and, and everything else. But if there's a big-time topic we want to talk about that I feel passionate about, um, I'd love to get involved and, and hear your thoughts, too. So, again, guys, thanks for listening. Appreciate your time. Uh, get involved if you'd like. We'll see you soon.